Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Welcome to our second episode of Overflow, the podcast with Kimberly Snyder. Thanks for joining us. I have my next guest, my best friend, Julie, joining us, and we jump right in. Uh, Don't you love when you have a girlfriend and you sit and you just jump right into the conversation and you thoroughly enjoy and, and you're inspired by each other and each other's life challenges and also the things we're accomplishing. And that's really the point of this Overflow podcast. It's really creating a conversation for you to join in with us and to inspire a mind shift from overdrive and chaos to overflow and confidence and really seeing how other women are simultaneously making an impact, achieving awesomeness and nourishing their mind, body, and soul so that they can respond to life's challenges. So here's our conversation. We jump right in. Julie did an amazing trek in the Arctic, so I've asked her to explain a little bit about what the trek was and then why. Why did she do it? What did she learn from it? And what are her lessons that she would be willing to pass forward, to carry herself and also to pass on to you? So please enjoy this podcast. We thoroughly enjoyed recording it and having a visit. All right, here we go. What are we even talking about? So in in April 2019, um, True Patriot Love sent an expedition, an all-female expedition of Canadian business leaders, soldiers, and veterans um, to Baffin Island. And we snowshoot 100 kilometers across the frozen Akshayak Pass. We raised over a million dollars for True Patriot Love. We were gone for over two weeks. We were uh, sleeping in tents for eight nights and we trekked for seven days. And by trekking, I mean, we each pulled a sled with our own duffel bag of gear that weighed about 65 pounds. And temperatures, what was, it was the Arctic, so it was April. And temperatures ranged from, I'd say, minus 5 Celsius down to minus you know, 30 Celsius at, at some points with the wind chill. And Jules, most of the day you were trekking? 
trekking where you had your or, feet up or, and <laughs> so the only time we our, our feet were up was it really was when we were, were sleeping and we needed our sleep and so a typical day would be spending three hours having breakfast packing up camp trekking for um, anywhere from eight kilometers to 17 kilometers was our longest day and and then it would take another three hours to set up camp have a hot drink dinner and, and go to sleep and so we were in bed pretty you know what I would consider early you know 8 p.m. you know sort of that at the latest and we would sleep till 6 7 a.m. the next the next day but you were you were always doing something Mm -hmm. you were putting on your gear taking off your gear uh melting snow to boil water to put in your freeze-dried you know food for dinner you were always doing something the only time you weren't is when you you know was when we were we were sleeping right and so the expeditions have really three main goals right and the first is to raise much needed funds that go to support programs for our military service men and women and most importantly their their families um, secondly the expedition it just raises the the profile creates awareness of our military service men and women amongst the civilian community mm-hmm. because it isn't just our, our grandparents generation that um, served and may, maybe you know served you know during you know the you know world war one world war two um, you know people our own age have served abroad for for Canada um, you know it's our generation too and then thirdly um, for the veterans and soldiers that go on the expedition it's um, it's a healing journey uh, many of them are suffering with mental and physical health injuries PTSD sexual assault um, and wow. so this is an opportunity for them to be part of a team again and to um, and to and to to heal i will say that it was a healing journey for all of the civilians as well um we we all um we all uh just got so much out of it um so that's a little bit about what the expedition was and why you know true patriot love you know was on the, the expeditions and then just for background true patriot love is a national charity um, that raises funds that it then disperses to programs that support military service men and women, and again, most importantly, to families, right. um, because it isn't just the soldier that serves; the whole family serves mm-hmm. when the soldier the soldier mm-hmm. serves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to share if you can share with us. It's also about the mentoring, like the the, the reciprocal. Yes, yes. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. So the so really the the hallmark of the expeditions are the opportunity for reverse or is the opportunity for reverse mentoring and so you know what do we mean by reverse mentoring so when we were out on the ice as civilians um, out of our comfort zone the soldiers and veterans mentored us they showed us what to do they were so proficient, even those that had never been to the Arctic, they just seemed to know what to do. <laughs> and so they, they mentored us and showed us what to do and supported us. And when we return um, from the expedition, you know, we support them in their daily lives, whether they're still in the military or have been you know, released and are looking for their next steps. In corporate, in employment, as an entrepreneur. It, well, exactly. And so the, the veteran, and she was a medic, served in Afghanistan, um, 
was medically released a couple of years ago, and she has since trained as a massage therapist, has other accreditations um, in holistic healing and, and treatments, and is um, you know running her her own business. And so we, um, you know, we do catch up, and we we do our best to mentor and, and support her. And so tell, <laughs> so we understand what the Arctic trek was and I think we'll talk more about this but what I'm curious about is why like what what happened that convinced you that this was your next adventure to take on like so yeah so I get that question a lot (laughs) because this this the expedition was extreme we were away from home and work for two weeks. We were not contactable. Uh, We flew north of the Arctic Circle. Um, I'm not a camper. I kept telling people I was going outdoor camping until someone told me to stop saying that. It's just just camping. It's just camping. Um, And so why why did I, I do this? You know, I finished 2017 just craving adventure craving a, a bigger sense of contribution and personal growth and really was looking for something needed something that wasn't work career related that wasn't related to to being a, a mom um, and I wasn't sure what that was going to be and my fellow co-chair she had already signed up um, invited me next and I just couldn't turn it down. Like this was, it was meant to be. I, I liked, you know, I say that I investigated it, got more info, but really as soon as I, I read the, the overview that Jessica sent me, you know, I was, I was in. I, I knew I was going to do it. I just, and I think this is something that we all want in our lives, especially like busy working moms with careers. It's like we... We want what we want to feel alignment. So, um, and I think sometimes we're missing that. And and I just have to say that through this whole trek, from start to finish, from the training to being on the trek to still being in touch with with the team a year and a half later, um, I felt alignment. I was where I was supposed to be, doing what I was supposed to be doing with who I was supposed to be doing it with, when I was supposed to be doing it. And it's, it's a phenomenal feeling when you get it. The, and, the interesting know. thing, though, is you say yes, and we've talked about this. You say yes, yes and there's no plan. There's no... Right, There's right. no... Like, when we plan to go on a so so inclusive resort, we have, like, when <laughs> is yoga? When When is the... Yeah, so there, there's a why I did it, but there's the... Um, yeah, the, the how I said yes. And so... I just said yes. It, it was a year away. I knew there were logistics to figure out. Um, I knew my daughter would be have some concerns. Um, I just said yes and knew we'd figure it out. Wow. And I think that as, as women, we often think we have to have it all figured out. We need to know the plan, know the details. Um, and we don't like sometimes if you just say yes and you commit to that goal everything will will fall into Ooh. place and so I came home super excited um, I, re- I remember so clearly I was having dinner with my mom 
and Alley at Pasqualinos on Main Street. And I expected them to be as excited as I was. And they, they were pretty perturbed. You know, mom said, I'm just concerned about your safety. Allie was concerned and upset. And it wasn't the reaction that I was hoping for. Um, it absolutely did not sway me. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> and again, I knew that there was a year to get Allie comfortable. And over that year, she met the team. She met loads of people from True Patriot Love. Um, and she came to understand what it, it really was was about. Um, and so by the time it was ready to go, everyone you know was excited, Had supportive, and they but, were cheering yeah, along. It was very much just say yes, and. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I wish I had more of, of those stories, right? Like, I just, yeah. You and then you trained. Out, and then yeah. you trained. And, and then... I trained, yeah. And so, in terms, you know, we were incredibly well supported by our, our guide, um, Scott Cress, and and the whole True Patriot Love team. But we, you know, we trained, and we were, we were um, given detailed instructions on how to train, and... I figured that piece I could control, right? There was going to be so much, you know, during the expedition that, that I would have no, could, wouldn't be able to do anything about. Mm -hmm. But I could control how fit I was before I went. I could control if I tried out my equipment, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I did, I did, I followed well, the times, instructions. <laughs> so. How many times do we see pictures of you and you had... Uh whatever, all your gear on, plus a backpack, plus a yes. sled, plus a yeah. tire on it, like yeah. carrying all the... Well, and, and, and so so this is an interesting aspect of the expedition too, and something I took away was just, when, when you set the big goal, it does drive you to train, whether that's physical training at the gym, whether it's uh, maybe a more academic pursuit that you're going for, and you're, you're doing all of your, your courses, and you're research but if you set that big audacious goal um, and you know why you're doing it and you're excited about it like really excited about it you'll achieve the goal mm -hmm. and so again I finished the expedition just reflecting on how intentional you know the whole pursuit was from start to finish mm -hmm. and there's something quite there was something quite liberating about it, right? Like just setting a singular goal and going for it mm -hmm. and reminding myself that when I set big goals, you know, I can achieve them. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the, we get a little bit confused and muddled and forget what it is we're going for and, and, and why. So just having a clear singular goal, it was just so refreshing, mm -hmm. right? And li like mentally liberating, like to just get up every day with one thing to do, we had lots of things to do, but really there was one thing to do. It was yeah. to get from point A to B as a team and to help the team enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. What I love it like what I love is you are so humble that you're like, yeah, I just I set a goal, <laughs> I followed the plan, I trained. <laughs> Jules, you went to the Arctic yes. for two weeks <laughs> in really dangerous, like severe like, and, and, and this is the thing, this is why, what gets me excited about the podcast, mm -hmm. and so when we talked about, you know, potentially doing the podcast, is there are people like yourself doing yeah. amazing things. Yeah. Like, yes, setting goals, but not just a goal like, you know, I need to eat better. You're setting a goal like you're headed 
to the Arctic. So I need to train for one year. And not just that, I need to raise millions, mm. like more than a million, right? Yeah, so that, that was a commitment in signing up as a civilian participant, um, we each committed to raising at least $50,000 or, or more. Right, and did you do that? Network. Yes, yeah. personally I raised 63000 Right. As a team, we raised, we raised to over a million. Right. And so, again, it's just, it just reminded me of my own um, kind of determination focus, which mm-hmm. again, you get busy with work, busy with kids, you know, busy paying a mortgage, yeah, like whatever. And it yeah. just, it, it really um, reminded me of who I was and what I could do. So take me to the yeah. moment when you are <laughs> on the trek. So take me to a moment when you are there in the Arctic and you've trained, you've mentally prepared, you have trained. Um, so, I know you walked the Blue Mountain, Collingwood. Uh, <laughs> So, so when did I realize that this was real and this was really happening and, you know, the safety net was, well, sorry, we were, we were kept as very safe. Yeah. Very safe. Oh, yeah. So, so really when did I realize that, that this was happening and we were, we were there and there was no turning back? Mm-hmm. I would say that would be when we were on the, the Comatex being transported from the town we were staying in to the start of the track. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, a comatic is, it's almost just like a wooden plywood box mm-hmm. that's pulled along by a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. And it's used to transport goods, in this case people. <laughs> so we all hopped in these comatics. We were in them for three and a half hours. No. And um, that was the first, I was, as soon as I got in the comatic, I was frustrated. Like it was overcast, it was a little bit of, there was a little bit of sleet. Um, I didn't really know how to work my goggles yet they were fogging up the fog turned to ice I couldn't see I was, I was just frustrated and um you know and I'll read what I, I wrote on that day it was like you know day one commented goggles mask couldn't manage them couldn't see a thing very frustrated um zero control no sense of where I where I was you know when I couldn't actually physically see um and so what did I do? I, I just surrendered. I breathed. I realized that I was frustrated because things weren't the way I wanted them to be. I couldn't see. <laughs> my goggles weren't working. And um, I just surrendered. I closed my eyes. There's nothing else we can do. I just close my eyes, absorb every bump in this comatic until we stop. And then when we stopped, I lifted my goggles. I hadn't realized that the weather had changed. Bright blue, beautiful skies, a polar bear mom and her two cubs. Wow. And there was just so much learning in that moment that um, I helped me on the rest of the expedition. And really it was that I have zero control over what's going to happen. The only thing I can do is accept what's coming my way <laughs> and that's that's it and it it sounds so simple it's just mm-hmm. like life like you mm-hmm. try your best but there's so much that um you can't control and often it's it's better when we just kind of let go of the rain it just right? gives you goosebumps you know uh, oh and, and even just reading this you know gives me it, it, it takes me back and I saw the polar bears and I cried like I bawled you know um and I was like this is happening 
this is meant to be. And again, we, we had been told, don't worry about, you know, you're not going to see a polar bear. It's not a risk. Don't even worry. And, you know, half an hour out and we're, we're seeing a, a mom, a mama bear and the two cubs that could barely walk. And that's when I, I realized this is really happening. There's no turning back. And whatever issues I have with what's happening, I just got to let them go. Right? Like, whether it's the, the goggles or, or something else. And I came back to that, um, you know, feeling a lot. There, there were times where I, I did need to have a little chat with myself. Like, you, know, you just have to go with the flow and, and, and deal with what's, you know, happening. Um, what I love, yeah. though, is that <laughs> there it is in life. So you're in this box, as you say, traveling yeah. across, frozen, with your goggles that are... Whatever, steamed and... Miserable. Right. Yeah. And then you surrender, you give over and say, that's it. Like, I can't control it. You lift the goggles and there's this beautiful sky and nature, the mama bear and the baby bears, Mm -hmm. like, unexpected, but there they are. And they were playing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think we've seen this clip. Mm -hmm. So they're playing. It's this beautiful moment. And so it snaps you right out of... The complaint of, I wish life were different. There's the universe tapping you on the shoulder to say, just look up. Just Absolutely. look up. It's right here. So just surrendered. Yeah. And then when it was time to look up, everything outside had changed. And um, again, this isn't a concept that I've come up with by any means, but it, it's a little bit like you, you change what's going on in the inside mm-hmm. and the outside changes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I experienced that in that moment. And... Um, if I could remember that all day, every day, that would be phenomenal, but I, I try. Right. Um, and, and so you've so, talked about yeah. being close with the team. Yeah. So even now, today, yeah. because it is uncomfortable times, like aren't we all wearing goggles right so, now? Goggles and masks and, and we're still in the COVID pandemic. Yeah, and this, this gosh, where, where do you even start with that? So again, I am just so fortunate, so blessed to have the Baffin team in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like the trek was just the start of our journey together. Um, we're, you know, we're close as a team. Like we, a few of us have a Zoom call every two weeks. We started that at the beginning of this, you know, COVID, you know, work from home period. Um, and I just think it's phenomenal that, again, at this age and stage, in my late 40s, that I've got this brand new, awesome community of women around me, right? And I contribute to that community. I receive so much. I learned so much from these these women. Um, still, like a year and a half later, and um, uh, I think it just goes to show that you you never need to be stuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like even in COVID time, there's so many online communities. Mm-hmm. Right, you can re- you can reach out, sign up for a mastermind. You can set up your own Zoom calls mm-hmm. with the people that inspire you and that you learn from. There's no reason to feel like you're alone, and and it gets gets back to this idea of proximity is power. And who, how do you? Do you want to bring this back to overflow? So I was thinking about this. So overflow, you know, the glass is half empty, glass is half full, or it's overflowing. If the cup stays still, 
and you're not doing anything, the water's going to evaporate. Mm-hmm. So eventually the cup will de- be depleted and will, will be empty. Mm-hmm. So how do you f- really, how do you get to overflow? You've got to constantly be replenishing and filling it up. Mm-hmm. And that's filling yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're a busy mom, entrepreneur, um, consultant, um, new puppy mama, new puppy mama. Like you, how are you replenishing you? Right mm-hmm. to keep the cup overflowing, and it's not just overflowing for you. Like it's over. The more you ha- replenish yourself, the more you have to give other people. You're right? able. That's right. And so to bring the concept of the overflow back to the the expedition, what drove a lot of us on the expedition? It was all female. Uh, you know, everyone's doing really interesting things, pretty busy, lots on the go. But what, you know, one of the big motivators for all of us was this opportunity to disconnect, to reconnect. So two weeks in the Arctic for me was a total mental break. And I had more to give my daughter, my colleagues, my customers, my friends, my family, when I came back Mm -hmm. after two weeks out not not two weeks on the beach but two weeks just doing totally focused on something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was a, a total you know mental break and just again that disconnect to reconnect helped me shift back into to overflow that's beautiful yeah. I love that it's connected to overflow and I think something else we, we what we need to talk about in overflow is around the self-care. Yes. Because I do think that we have goals, we have aspirations, we mm-hmm. still have things we want to accomplish, mm-hmm. and that's exactly it. We have push and pulls, demands. And women do guilt well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not hiring a, a cleaner, mm-hmm. a weekly cleaner, because that's a luxury, it's too expensive. And it's like, well, actually, could you just turn that, look at that from a different perspective? If you do hire a cleaner, that's more time that you, quality time you have to spend with your kids. That's right. So you could look at it as it's actually better for your kids and other people if you hire the the cleaner. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of self-care, I think we need to expand beyond... Um, again, things we all do, you know, the, or try to do you know, the massages, the, um, take your you vitamins. know, or, or take your vitamins or run here and there. Mm-hmm. It is, um, setting these big audacious goals to give back, to learn, to have impact that may not directly relate to your work or your family. They will benefit your work and your family. Like it, you will, you, it, it will. Um, however, it's not being selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you decide that you're going to go for your, your PhD, you're going to go on an Arctic trek, you're going to join a board, mm-hmm. um, that's technically all time away from what you're supposed to be, supposed to, you know, air quotes, air quotes that's right. But your, your role modeling, you know, for your family, your, your, your younger colleagues, and you just will have more to give, right? It's like a, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so self-care, I do think, and you're going to edit this down to get more articulate, but we, we do, as women, and busy, accomplished women, we need to broaden the definition of self-care. And that definition of self-care means setting goals, big goals, that excite you, and that you're just going to go for. Like, say yes. 
I love and, that. And figure it out. That's it. And, and then ask, and also I would say, you know, ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, again, in the form of, of hiring a cleaner, it's a coach, um, uh, a coach yeah. um, um, you know, a therapist, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, like asking for help just makes you better and gives you more to give mm-hmm. other people. I love it. I love how you're like the overflow connecting that also to um, self-care yeah. and that self-care isn't necessarily taking your vitamins because yeah, that, yeah. that's what happens, right? Yeah. So, and, and what I, what I hope to share kind of through the podcast series is myself moving yeah. from corporate to entrepreneur. Yeah. And so yeah. I say from chaos <laughs> to confidence yeah. and it's true because in the corporate, in, in my corporate experience of life mm-hmm. where I was go, mm-hmm. go, go, my self-care and mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes where self-care was taking my vitamins, mm-hmm. eating an apple at lunch, mm-hmm. right? And, and maybe going for a walk or a run mm-hmm. like once or twice a week, like but you said. But then how is any of that, yeah, that's our, fi- we have to take care of our physical bodies for sure. But how is any of that feeding your soul? That's right. Right. And so part of self-care, it's feeding your soul. And you'll never regret it. So I don't know what my big next big yes is, but now well, that this we're, is we're it. talking about this, I'm like, yeah, what am I saying yes to next? Um, I also want to add on there, like, like, what are all the things that we put to the bottom of the list? Yeah, so it's going to the gym, it's eating well, it's, it's setting our own big goals, it's financial management, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's all of these things that we don't get around to because we think they're nice to-dos. Mm-hmm. And actually, they're, they're not. Like, if we want to teach our, our daughters to really go for it, like, mm-hmm. we've got to role model that for them. And that's that's your finances. That's the financial plan. That's, you know, setting a big goal because it's important to you. That's, um, again, we can't go to the Arctic all the time to disconnect, to reconnect. But how are we doing that, you know, on a day-to-day basis? And you, you, you'd wanted to, to chat a little bit about COVID, right? Yes. So what's your question for me about COVID? <laughs> no, go ahead. Give it to me. Give it to me. Well, my, my so, question is, what? considering it was lift the goggles. Yeah. So you were in this fog. It's starting yeah. to freeze over. Yeah. Then you lift the goggles and it's blue skies and it's the polar bears. And so, and now, and, and you also talked about whether we shared it earlier on mm. the podcast, but time mm. and time again, we've talked about be uncomfortable. Yes. Be comfortable with okay. being yeah uncomfortable. uncomfortable and so it's uncomfortable during covid it's yeah. it's we're stuck in mm-hmm. four walls mm-hmm. and in bubbles mm-hmm. and so what okay so i'm going to share three learnings from the expedition awesome. that are helping me during covid can i give it to so, you so so the first would be lifting the goggles changing your perspective mm. the second would be you know who's your who's your team and the third would be being getting comfortable being uncomfortable and so the first was changing you know your perspective yep. lifting the goggles yeah and so we all go to work from home mm-hmm. my perspective was there's a massive silver lining here for me. I normally commute almost three hours a day. Right. I was burned out. It was frying me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get three hours a day back. And so there's a lot that I, I lost. I love seeing my customers face-to-face. Right. I love working with my colleagues face-to-face. 
couldn't do anything about that. What could I do was make the most of that extra three hours. And so a little extra sleep, get back to running, eat a little healthier, spend a bit more open time the on the window. Our, you, you can't know, open a corporate window, can can't you? can't open the corporate window. You know, <laughs> Literally, like, So for me, oh. um, that's something, again, through this COVID period, I've been exposed to um, Panache Desai, J.P. Grimmie, uh, I'm going to say Michelle Soro. She just exposes me to all of these, wow. these other people. Um, and so my perspective was that there there are many gifts in this COVID time, and I've just got to focus on those. So one was, you know, time for to get a little healthier, um, you know, no commute, extra time with my daughter. She was less excited about that than me. <laughs> She's 16. Um, gosh, what else? Just enjoying my home. You know, mm-hmm. like rather than like racing for the train, racing mm-hmm. home, I should be mm-hmm. in my home. Mm-hmm. So have there been challenges? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I vacillate between, yeah. Yeah. you know, feeling grateful for the, 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 four the, walls. The, the four walls and having a job I can do work from home and still yes. be employed yeah. and versus getting a little frustrated, right? right? As an extrovert told to stay home. Right. It's a little frustrating. Right. So, so really trying to keep, a healthy perspective if I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed asking myself what am I focused on and trying to shift that that focus um, that would bring me to who's your team so who are you surrounding yourself with so in Baffin I was surrounded just by this, these phenomenal women mm-hmm. with amazing guys first ever women team first all female expedition um, sponsored you know or, or organized by True Patriot Love um and just learned so much from them. We, we all had our challenging days, we all helped each other, and we've been a team since. Wow. Now, during COVID, we're still a team, we connect, we, we again help each other a lot. I have other teams, you know, I've mm. got you, right? Mm. <laughs> you know, um, so surround yourself by, you know, like-minded people, you know, I'm part of a, a mastermind which has really just been so inspiring, you know, during this this time, again, being exposed to experts I wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise. Um, again, our, our Waterloo friends, having that community. Uh, yeah, I think really thinking about who are you surrounding yourself with? I limit the news that I, I watch. Right. I limit the, the posts that I look at on Facebook. So pick your team. So who's your COVID team? Like, who is... Who is inspiring you? Who's filling you up? And 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 also, what are you contributing? Right. So that's exactly uh, it. And I, I I didn't think you were gonna say yeah, that. But so I'm so, gonna yeah I'm gonna so, so kind, maybe there's though. a fourth one. Is there? Yeah, the fourth one would be who are you helping? So we'll come back to that. Yeah. So we've said you know change your because I just I, I want to just turn up the volume on that yeah. because I think the who you are <laughs> yeah because like. I think you are so subtle at like being inspired and like yeah. you know giving kudos to Michelle Soro. She deserves it. So how, and so a key way, and I'm, I'm glad we stumbled on this because it's really really important. But how, what is one of the best ways to fill yourself up and live in the overflow? It's to give back. It's to help other people, mm-hmm. and you can always find someone to to help yeah, and so during this again sure. this this COVID time is it you know is it you and I catching up and helping each other mm-hmm. is it um again uh well I'll g- give you an example so during this time you know, we all got told to to stay indoors 
my heart immediately went to um, victims of domestic abuse. They've just been locked in with their abusers. And um, so I guess this is what I said yesterday. <laughs> so I, I called the, the chair of the board of Halton Women's Place, said, how can I help? And she said, well, really, it's, it's financial donations. We're not ex accepting other donations now. Um, but we are recruiting for board members. And so I applied. I um, have been accepted to the board of wow. Halton Women's Place. Halton Women's Place runs two women and youth shelters in our local community. And I, I had been approached with various, you know, pretty interesting volunteer opportunities over the past year and a half. But I, I declined. It wasn't the right time, the right fit. And... I, again, I just said yes. No. And, you know, I applied. I, they had yeah. to, they had to, I had to go through the interviews. For obviously. sure, for sure. And so, I mean, so that's something phenomenal that's come out of this COVID time, which is, again, a, a finding a way to give to other people who need help, hmm. right? And, and it's, and again, I heard this from, from one of the, the veterans, it's, it's paying it back by paying it forward. I'm a single mom. I'm a, I have amazing family and friends you're one of them <laughs> you know I um navigated out of a challenging situation I'll leave it at, at that yeah and this is paying it paying it back by paying it forward and so I'm so excited to be able to contribute my time and my skills in our own community wow. you know to the women and children who Wow. So, so what have we got? We've got perspective, lifting the goggles. We do. On the expedition in COVID time. Yep. We've got who's, who's your, team? your team? Who are you contributing to? Who who's who is inspiring you? We've got giving back. Mm -hmm. Right? And even that could be it doesn't need to be a big thing. It could be who is a junior person that you could mentor in in your workplace. Mm -hmm. it, they, they, these can be small things. They don't need to be big, but you know, giving back is, is massive, and that fills your cup up, like, more than anything. You said being you know, comfortable with being And that's the fourth. And the, yeah. And but the thing is, I think we need to add just say yes. Just we, say yes. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the name of this podcast. Just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> or this, this episode. So be comfortable being uncomfortable. And again, I, I'm not the first person to, to say this. Our, our, our guide said this. This was our biggest one of the biggest takeaways from, from our, our guide each was step. you're going to be uncomfortable. You've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that helped us through the expedition. Wow. And I think it's just like this COVID period, right? We don't, it's very we're, we're not, People like are we're not. partway through. We really aren't going to know what this all means until it's over. Mm -hmm. Very hard to make sense of headlines news data mm -hmm. um so much uncertainty mm -hmm. growth you grow when you're uncomfortable mm -hmm. and so right now we've been forced to be uncomfortable but how can we also create our own oper our, our own discomfort I, mm -hmm. I guess like mm -hmm. you know throw yourself into uncomfortable situations because that's where you'll you'll grow mm -hmm. so be comfortable being uncomfortable and if you're feeling uncomfortable, it means you're you're on your edge, and that's a good that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a balance around 
be uncomfortable but also like I just love like it keeps echoing in my head like mm. say, yes. say yes and I think that's what like so as I was preparing for this and I'm talking to other women they're so busy they're being pushed and pulled they they have demands and in these four walls with kids yeah that I mean for 16 weeks the kids weren't in school right yeah so we had kids we had dinner we had dogs to walk we had plus we had big jobs and and then so this is where it's like how can you find the time to disconnect so you can reconnect Mm -hmm. and people have a lot on their plates (laughs) especially now however I would challenge everybody to find 20 minutes Mm -hmm. to sit quietly walk the dog, go for a walk. You can always go for a walk around mm-hmm. the block. You'll be mm-hmm. back before you know it. Mm-hmm. We, we often think we're, we're so needed. Mm-hmm. The household can live without us for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think they can. If they can't, then you've got a bigger problem to solve. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it's okay, but you got to solve it. Right? Yeah. Because again, coming back to something we were talking about earlier, no one's ever going to tell you it's a good time to go to the Arctic. It's a good time for you to go get a massage. Mm-hmm. Mom, you should really go for a walk around the block. Mm-hmm. You, you have, we have to do that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, if the, um, if the audience could be here with us today, <laughs> trying to organize, like we started an 11 year old, two teenagers, a puppy, a dog, a cat, and the two of us just wanted 30 minutes and this is actually our real second take because <laughs> the first time it didn't record. That's right. <laughs> That's right. None of this is elegant and it doesn't need to be elegant. Mm-hmm. And when I see people up on stage giving career advice, how to balance it all, and it just looks so smooth, mm-hmm. it's not real. I don't buy it. You shouldn't buy it either. Um, this is not elegant. It's messy. Like we're we're trying our best. It doesn't mean you shouldn't start and you shouldn't try. And it doesn't mean you can't do it. I love right? it. I love so it. Say yes. It, it and you'll figure it out. Ask for help. Um, sometimes women don't want to ask for for help. I don't. I don't know why. But we we just we're gonna do more for everybody if it, we we ask for help. There's no one silver bullet. There's no one easy answer. Um, but not trying and saying, I've got kids, I've got to take care of my parents, I've got the dog, I've got this or that. Those are, those are stories that we tell ourselves. I love that you say it's not elegant. I love that. It's not elegant. And I love that you say, just say yes and the plan will come together. Coaches will step in, guides will come forward. They will. They will. Yeah, I love that. And it's never, it's not your life is in a straight line up. Right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> Jules, I wanted you to be my first guest on our podcast because, well, A, you came up with the name for the podcast, Overflow. <laughs> and I always say I'm, I'm a girl with a glass half full. And when you said Overflow as the podcast title, mm. I grabbed onto it because I thought, yeah, that's exactly I love it. And ask for help. I love it. It's everything. This, this episode is everything I yeah. wanted. I really mm. wanted you to share the Arctic um, experience yeah. Yeah. and and why the hell you signed up in the first place yeah. and how 
you did that and lessons learned and I wanted it to be so that it would inspire others because mm -hmm. maybe they don't have an Arctic walk, but they have something in them that's not just, I need to take my vitamins every day. Yeah. I, I have something else in mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that, like, I love those mm -hmm. nuggets, mm -hmm. that I'm hoping that that will inspire them to say yes to something, even mm -hmm. though we might not have a plan. And say yes because you deserve it. You deserve to feed your soul. Right, you are giving to so many other people, taking care of everyone else. You deserve to to spend some time doing what you want to do and um, asking people to support you in helping that happen. I love it. I love it. No, I love it. Okay, so we're gonna end. We're gonna try this, Jules. Unless, right. hey, Jules, here All we right. are. So at the end of every podcast, many podcasters ask like their. A couple quick questions and so we're gonna ask every podcaster these questions so here's here are my questions um, if you had to go back to yourself 20 years ago and whisper something in her ear what would you what would you tell yourself 20 years ago if you if you had a chance to go back hmm. I don't know if I can <laughs> oh gosh this is the answer she wouldn't listen anyways? <laughs> no. What would I tell myself 26? So what would I tell myself if you could go back? 20, if I could go back 20 years, I would say uh, sometimes it's okay to quit. That sometimes you're just trying, 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 whether it's in, a, in work or a relationship. And sometimes it is okay to say, this isn't working, it's not working for you, it's not working for me. It's okay to quit. It's okay to, to pivot mm -hmm. because what you were, oh, I love it. What about a, um, a book or a podcast or something you're reading or listening to that you would highly recommend to our listeners? Okay, so, so much from, from this period. Um, podcast would be Fire and Soul with Michelle Soro, you know, hands down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the book, would be Panache Desai, You Are Enough. Another kind of fun book is uh, The Technology of Intention by Kim Stanwood Terranova. It's that's beautiful, <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, and that's my last question. So yeah. how, what's one thing you're going to do to live in your overflow? It, it's, a, it's a regular practice of meditation. It's a daily meditation and surrendering and letting go. And, and that's a constant, right? Like, I, catch myself regularly throughout the day concerned about something maybe worried overwhelmed right um, so there is a lot of uncertainty right now but just coming back to I'm doing my best I've been through worse and it's all worked out <laughs> and so this is going to work out too and if I'm really stuck in my own head find someone else to help or talk to get out of I really loved this conversation. I love the story. I love the inspiration. I love the takeaway and kind of the pass it forward lessons that you've learned and that you still carry today. Um, we'll put information about true patriot love in our show notes.
And at the end of the day, just say yes, and we'll figure out the plans. Just say yes. And that's what we're going to do. So thanks so much, Jules, for joining, for sharing, um, for really thinking about overflow and, you know, sharing your inspiration, your challenges, for sharing your heart. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Jules. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.